Greetings from the bright morning star of heavenly Jerusalem, the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm Brandon Barthrop. This is my wife, Penny Barthrop. We run a ministry called Red Letter Ministries. We've been broadcasting for, what, nine years? Yeah. Through YouTube and Ustream and Facebook and Periscope. And all we want to do is glorify the nations with the love of Jesus. It's a tremendous time of glorification everywhere. Just seeing awesome glorification. People getting transfigured by the renewing of their minds. By the washing of the water of the living word. It's like the nations are coming alive with revival at this moment. Very exciting times. It's like I'm coming alive right at this moment. I think even the Christians have been sleeping in a lot of religion, guys. They don't realize that you can actually live in perfect heavenly Jerusalem on earth. You can live in perfectly heavenly Jerusalem. You can live curse-free. You can live in the angelic realm of glory of the city of angels called Mount Zion, heavenly Jerusalem. In Hebrews chapter 12, it says, You have not touched Sinai. You have not touched a natural mountain. But you have come to the mountain of the Lord. You have come to Mount Zion the city of God, the city of innumerable angels. As it's written in Isaiah, the mountain of the Lord shall rise as chief of all the other mountains in the last days. And it is right now. You're in the third day of the three last days. As it's written, a day is as a thousand years. This is the third day of the three last days. The seventh day since Adam and the third day since Jesus Christ. And on the third day it's written, I will raise them up, says the Lord Jesus Christ in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. He'll raise us up the third day. On the third millennia, the third day, this generation, He will bring us all up the mountain of the Lord to transfigure our souls. Amen? It's true. God's doing it right now in this generation. We've been getting transfigured every day by the renewing of our mind. That's written in Romans 12, verse 2. Be transfigured by the renewing of your mind. And it's all by believing in Jesus Christ. Believing in the power of the Holy Ghost, the river of life sent through Jesus Christ. We celebrated last Sunday Pentecost. Pentecost is the celebration of receiving God's promised Holy Spirit. The fullness of God, the living God's inner man. God's inner man, God's spirit man, is the Holy Ghost. It's not a lesser part of God. It's actually His most intimate heart. Receiving the Holy Spirit is receiving the heart of God the Father into your chest. And it changes you. It changes your heart. You begin to love one another as Christ first loved you. You begin to... Just be happy for no reason, laughing uncontrollably for no reason all the time because you've been genuinely saved from the darkness of the demons and the darkness of religions and the darkness of the control systems of so many wicked men and women in the world that just want to use human beings as puppets to make money, that just want to use human beings as slaves for their businesses. This whole world system right now that is crumbling by the manifestation of God's sons and daughters, this whole world system is the system called Babylon the Great. 
and it simply means potent sorcery, which is darkness of great confusion on the souls of the nations. Got them all bound up in their brains. Got them all bound up inside their own bodies. Everyone's self-conscious. Everyone just worried about me, myself, and I. It's like we've forgotten who we are. We are one body. Everyone connected. There should be no separation between all of us. We are all one. Mankind is one. That's not a New Age message. That's not a Buddhist message. That's a Christian message of Jesus Christ in John chapter 17. The Messiah, the living God, the maker of heaven and earth, says in John chapter 17, Father, I pray they may be one, even as we are one. And he says, I will make them one by my glory. He has given us the glory. That's what Pentecost is. The spirit of glory received from Jesus Christ who ascended from the grave overcoming death and hell. He rose the third day, just like we're raising the third day. And He overcame Satan and the angels. He overcame the curse of the fall for us. He was curse-free from the beginning. He was conceived of the Holy Spirit. There was no curses in the man, the Messiah, Jesus of Nazareth. He did everything for us so that we could follow in His footsteps and live curse-free in His Pentecostal glory in the power of His resurrection life, in the power of the Holy Spirit. And we are. That's why we're so happy every day. That's why we call it the drunken glory. It's the celebration of the new covenant. It's the celebration of the cup of the new covenant in His blood. Drink it, all of you, it is written. It's not a cup of sadness. It's not a cup of religion. It's a cup of celebration having triumphed over death, having triumphed over religion, having triumphed over self-efforts and dead works and strange fire, triumphing over all demonic curses, all demonic slavery, all demonic bondage, triumphing over alcohol, triumphing over drugs, triumphing over sexual immorality so no one has to be a slave to their natural man, their bodies anymore. Don't have to live out of the sensual nature of the desires that your brain thinks you need. Everything like a carry on a stick. The eyes are never satisfied, it's written in Ecclesiastes. The eyes, you know, you can never have enough money. You can never have enough sex. You can never have enough alcohol. All of the stuff of the natural realm is a carrot on a stick. It will never satisfy you. Until you're filled with the spirit of Pentecost, you will keep looking and searching and em- end up empty inside. But the Bible says, be not drunk with alcohol and be filled with the Holy Spirit. The Apostle Paul comparing alcohol to the Holy Spirit. How much more superior is the wine of the Holy Spirit over all alcohol in the world? Alcohol's probably got three and a half billion people in chains, guys. Is alcohol a small problem? I think alcohol is the most potent sorcery just killing everyone's brains everywhere including most Christians. Most Christians drink way too much alcohol because they're actually quite tainted with death in their souls and they're not filled and possessed with the new wine so they have to go into the counterfeit alcoholic wine. It's a major, major problem in Christianity and every other religion. In the whole world, all the nations. You look at the nations. 
We've done extensive missions work in Mexico. These people are wasted, entire cities, for days on end. And I know it's that way in Russia. I know it's that way in everywhere, every single nation. Most of the nations are drunk on alcohol all the time. <laughs> is America drunk on the counterfeit? Wisconsin is, you know that, and they're proud of it. These people are proud. Yeah, that's the thing, is like of, each of their nation, sin. Each nation celebrates <laughs> their alcoholism. Yeah, like here's our vodka. We're known for vodka. We're known for Anheuser Busch. Like, our known celebrations for are a month Milwaukee. long and our celebrations are, uh, the holidays are a month long and everybody's just slow. Whatever. It's Holy demonic God. activity and yeah. the Holy Ghost wants you to be celebrational in His substance, in His glory, in His wine. Every day. Every day, all the time, be filled with the Holy Spirit. Be filled with the new wine. When Jesus Christ handed us a cup of His blood and said, drink it, He was giving us the intoxicating Holy Spirit. Full possession of the seven spirits of God is my constant reality, and it's for every single person on earth. It's not a religion. It's not a church thing. It's simply life itself on planet earth. you got to understand this. It's not about do's and don'ts. It's not about religion. Religion is a set of rules. That's what Satan's like. God is not like that at all. God is a party-throwing God. Luke 15, he demonstrates exactly who he is in the book of Luke chapter 15 with the prodigal sons, plural, two of them. One was religious, one was rebellious, and both of them were completely dead in darkness. The darkness of religion is equal to the darkness of rebellion. Nobody on earth is better than anyone else. We are all sinners. Saved by grace through faith in Jesus Christ. The only thing good we have through us is the seven spirits of God sent through Jesus Christ to His slain as it's written in Revelation chapter 5 verse 6. <laughs> That's the only thing we have going for us, any of us. Even if we're successful in our own natural body, in our natural brain during our lives, we'll have to die and our spirits will pop out of our bodies and we'll give an account for every word we've ever spoken through our entire lives. You'll be judged according to your words. That's why you must only have the words that are alive, active, and energized from God the Father in your hearts and in your minds. That's why it's written in Hebrews, He will write His laws upon our hearts. He will write His laws upon our minds. Heaven and earth will pass away, but His Word remains forever. That means everything in us will fade away except the anchor we have of the Logos written laws of Jesus Christ upon our hearts and minds as it's written in the book of Hebrews, the New Covenant Priesthood of Melchizedek. Amen. That's why you must be transfigured so only His words remain in you. It says one fly spoils the perfume in the book of Ecclesiastes. That's one lie. That's one word of Satan. You might have a bunch of words of God, a bunch of promises of God, but if you are entertaining satanic words, which is any word from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, that one fly can grow to be like a pterodactyl dinosaur that just sits and just steals all of the life of your soul every day. 
And that's what the demons do. They steal all the light of your souls. It's like the human beings in the Matrix that are sucked like batteries by the demons in the Matrix. That's exactly how Babylon the Great is in this confusion system of Satan and his angels ensnaring human beings like slaves in every nation. But through Jesus Christ, we come out of that curse. We come out of the Matrix like Neo and Morpheus and Trinity. True story. And you live in Zion. Amen? The city of God. The city of holy angels. There's a Zion below, but I'm not talking about natural Jerusalem. I'm talking about heavenly Jerusalem. The city of God, who is a life-giving spirit, who loves you so much that he sent his son Jesus Christ to die for the forgiveness of all sins in the whole world. The forgiveness of all religions in the whole world. The main forgiveness of sins that is needed is not for your puffing on a little tobacco, you know, and maybe had a little too much wine. The main forgiveness every soul on earth needs is the forgiveness of our pride, which is all of our religiosity of all religions, of Christianity, of Buddhism, of Hinduism, of Islam. Every single religion must be forgiven from your souls to enter heavenly Jerusalem. I tell you the truth, and I'm not lying to you. You must be forgiven all the sorcery of the ensnarements of all religions, and it'll come right out of your soul. You'll feel it because he who the Son sets free is free indeed. People don't understand. Real Christianity in the Holy Ghost is zero religion. 100% Holy Ghost rush like a river, like Niagara Falls, like a gigantic living waterfall of light through your hearts and minds, exploding with life. Every Christian is a waterfall of the Garden of Eden. And it's not religion. There's zero religion in it. It's just 100% Holy Ghost spirituality. And I'm telling you, we've never walked in it before. This is the generation that inherits the fullness of the New Covenant. We haven't even understood the New Covenant that much. A little bit. We got bits and pieces of it, but it's been mostly religion. Religion's been the number one enemy. We get a little breakthrough. You know, it's like I come out of the Assemblies of God, the biggest denomination in the world after Catholicism is the AG, and we were so proud of Azusa Street and speaking in tongues, and we just stayed there for a hundred years and didn't develop much past that speaking in tongues point of Christianity. But that's just elementary stuff. The gifts of the Spirit are elementary things. Prophecy is elementary. Baptisms and speaking in tongues and miracles, it's all elementary. Moving beyond elementary teaching, it says in the book of Hebrews, we go on to training in righteousness, which is the glorification of our souls in the seven spirits of God for every single person's soul on earth is a castle set as a diamond with seven interior mansions, which are a perfect fit for God's sevenfold Holy Spirit. And the seven spirits of God is the fullness of the Holy Spirit. Wisdom and understanding, counsel and might, knowledge and the fear of the Lord and the Spirit of the Lord are upon all of you. All of you. The seven spirits of God are upon all of you in Jesus' name. It's not just Jesus. He's the firstborn amongst many. you got to get it. You have to understand that because He wants to glorify you and He will raise you up. And you will live under the shadow of the wings of the Almighty. And God is pure light so there's no shadows. What is He talking about in Psalms 91? 
He's talking about totally glorified with no demonic head coverings. No crown of thorns on your heads. No lies around your heads. No flies in the perfume. No foxes in the vineyard. Nothing demonically stealing from your soul realm at all. He who the sun sets free is free in every area of the interior castle of the seven mansions of the human soul. So that under the shadow of the Almighty, you are glorified. That's what it means to wear the crown of life. The crown of life is the seven spirits of God through your entire soul. The glorification of your soul, having Father God possessed your soul, having Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit possessing your soul and shining ever brighter to the full dawn of day. For the path of righteousness is ever shining brighter. As is written in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, we go from glory to glory in an ever increasing glory by the Spirit of the Lord. Brighter and brighter. Every Amen. Day. Until our whole souls are glorified. And that's not taught hardly anywhere. It's called transfiguration of the renewing of your mind. The word we say transforming and we teach about it, but it's usually just for the brain. This isn't for your brain. This is for your spirit. Every human being on earth is a spirit, primarily. But the deception of the nations is that they're a body, primarily. So that the demons and the fallen angels deceive everyone to just think they're animals. Like Darwin apes. It's not true. You're spirit beings that are captive of fallen angels that are lying to you. We've grown up in a system called Babylon the Great of Satan and his angels and millions of warlock, lying, Luciferian Freemasons all over the place that hate you and just want to use you like puppets and slaves all over the world. It's a true story. There are many, many sorcerers. Sorcerers are men and women that give their souls to the fallen angels to rule over people like dogs. Jesus Christ talked about this in the scriptures when he said, the kingdom of the Gentiles to the Canaanite woman is a system of dogs and sorcerers. It's true to this very moment. And the sorcerers in every nation have partnered with Satan and his angels knowingly, intentionally, and with knowledge. Rule over the people and lie to you through your media sources, through your education systems, through your economies, and through your governments to keep you like slaves. I tell you the truth. Because I love you, it's the truth anyhow, and it's time to set the nations free en masse by the power of the seven spirits of God that destroys all the works of the devil worldwide. This is Joel's army, the army of the living God, and it's an army of free men and free women that have overcome the world by not loving their lives even unto death. Because Jesus Christ is Christus Victor, who slaughtered death and hell. And in Him we have eternal life. And there's no other name under heaven by which we must be saved. The name of Jesus Christ must be sealed on our foreheads. It's true. Which means we must be transformed, transfigured in all our soul life. Oh. Every nation. Indonesia, the Philippines, Nepal, South Africa, 
Asia, all Africa, all Europe, every nation, tribe, and tongue right now will have a great harvest of people that say yes to Jesus and no to darkness. And they'll come out of the Luciferian crypt of sorcery, they'll come out of the confusion, they'll come out of the darkness, they'll come out of the rebellion, they'll come out of every religion in the world into the glorious light of Jesus Christ right now in this marriage supper of the Lamb, in the great harvest of the end times that is at hand, I tell you the truth. And everyone will be sealed in the Lord's chambers in the next several years. This is just the beginning of the Great Awakening. This is the, the beginning of the Great Awakening right now. And over the next five to seven years, about a billion people will be sealed in their foreheads with Jesus Christ written. It's figurative, obviously not literal. Don't go out and get a stupid tattoo on your face. Yeah, I was just... What a dumb thing to do, huh? I was just realizing <laughs> as you were talking about transformation of the soul that, <laughs> that 666 is a person without spirit life. You know, it's it's a two-thirds being. It's a person who lives out of the brain instead yeah. of out of the spirit, the so, inner and child. When, when your mind is transfigured, that's when your spirit can get through your mind. If you cannot get your spirit flowing through because, you, because your mind isn't renewed, that's what makes you a 666. Exactly. That's why the 666 is across the mind. It's figurative. The beast mind is simply the unrenewed mind of every human being that's not been transfigured in their soul by the seven spirits of God, the gift of Pentecost. True story. It's that simple. And so right now, all the sheep and the goats and the wheats and the tares and the wise and the foolish of every nation, tribe, and tongue. And it's so cool because it's like so many people are coming in to the fresh, tender, green pastures of the Holy Ghost right now all over the world. 23 right now. And so many people are just coming out of the darkness into the glorious light because it just feels good. That's the Holy Spirit. That's the living God. Kindness There's only one living God. There's a hundred million demon gods. There's a hundred million fallen angel demons that hate you, that just want to use your soul and toss you off into the trash heap after they're done using you. There's a hundred million dead gods. There's only one living God, and His name is Jesus Christ, the King of kings and Lord of lords, and He loves you. The living God is the only God that loves you. It's true. He loves you perfectly. He's loved you with an everlasting love. And by His love, He has drawn you to Himself to seal you in His marriage chambers because the new covenant is a marriage to God in all holiness and all righteousness and all love, peace, and joy and to fill you with His Holy Spirit to overflow so you can live in the light and not the darkness in every nation right now. And He will seal you in His chambers. And I tell you the truth, everyone that's not sealed with Jesus Christ on their forehead will be removed in the future. Whether it be 